0: 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner, broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Welcome in, a sports fan. Time for another edition of Coach's Corner. I am Terrence Arney. I'll be your host this evening, and what a show we've got lined up for you tonight on All Hallows Eve. This show being brought to you in part by Eisen's Family Pizza, Gehrings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bronze, Gutzweiland, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana RAMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. And as I mentioned on this special Halloween edition, we've got quite the show for you. Of course, we'll be talking to Batesville football head coach Evan Alry. Also, talk to Steve Stern out at North Decatur. Uh, both of those teams will be playing in sectional championships this Friday. And we'll have a chance to catch up uh, with Jackson Dell Lady Eagles head coach. Steve Smith see how things are going out in Osgood, and we'll finish things off as we check back in with Batesville girls golf coach Tom Meyer they participated in the state finals so I'm excited to hear about that experience but as always we kick things off here in Batesville with Bulldog head coach Evan Allred and coach I mean, right off
1: the top, congratulations on a huge win Friday night. Yeah, thank you. And it was a great crowd and a great, you know, just a great Friday night experience, I think, uh, in general, and, and good football. And um, it is one of those where it uh, feels a little better um, to leave there with a win. Um, definitely, um, you know, just, just one of those you can feel, you know, just uh, when – you know, just the emotion, you know, Mm. wins. And then I think even for our guys, our older guys, and definitely our seniors, I mean, um, could have very easily been on the other side of that. And, uh, you know, and I think it gives you a better appreciation to to, when you survive in advance and come in on Monday, get back to work and get a little bit better. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, you just don't want that feeling. And, you know, and the finale, you know, in in general, in your career as a senior, there's always going to be a finale. Sure. You know, whether it's at Lucas Oil or, you know, (laughs) Wherever, um, You know, I just, uh, again, just kind of really just again proud of the way our guys responded, you know, both times when we when we got behind, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but we didn't stay behind very long. So it was good. Just, you know, overall good, good effort. Yeah, there's there's
0: no doubt about that. And as I look back as the way the season, you know, there's that game just there's a lot wrapped up in that game, right? It's how the season started. Right. And potentially could have been how the season ended, but um, your squad was just not having any part of that. Uh, you mentioned it both times that uh, Indian Creek took the lead, and it was brief. You guys always had an answer and came right back. Um, you know, I want to talk about that first game just a little bit, just to be able f- for our listeners to clearly understand the juxtaposition of the first night that you guys came out and played ball, right? until this most recent Friday night. One of the things that we talked about at the, the end of that night was special teams and that we just had to get better on special teams. There was no way we were going to get it to where we wanted to go as far as our goals. This is you talking. There's no way we're going to be able to complete our goals if we don't get better on special teams. And Nell and company, perfect on extra points Friday night. You don't think that's a big deal until you look at the scoreboard. And lo and behold, that was the difference.
1: It was, and I, I mean, it was a, a variety of things, mm-hmm. like we even mentioned. I mean, you know, Brady Onell, um is 5-for-5, five five, technically. You know, I mean, technically 5-for-5. Five five. He was actually 6-for-6 six because six he yeah. hit the one. That's right. But it was a, a timeout called on their behalf. He had to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, knocked it right on through, you know, no doubter. I mean, he honestly, he, his his range, it's just continuing to get better. The ball's just coming off his foot a lot right. better, you know. Right. He's getting a little bit more time now to really work on him. He's a soccer player, a really good one at it. So uh, you could just see that where that extra time and work now is really starting to pay dividends for him. Um, but, you know, it, it wasn't just there. It was, um, you know, I felt that we were able to, on any time we got the ball for returns, mm-hmm. you know, get good field position, Right. Um, you know, and you know Trentonrell, a uh, big you know, did really well on the punts, and we didn't really give him much opportunity for returns, and mm-hmm. our coverage on that was good. Yeah, you know, the only the only maybe downside is we did give up uh, a couple times. They got out across the forty on some returns, but uh, no, I, I look, it was a collective thing, and I even mentioned to our guys. I say when you go back um, to the last minute forty-one of that game, yes, right, it was. A multitude of guys Mm -hmm. making plays, everything from Bryson Benelli, who had been playing the front line Mm -hmm. because we were prepared for all the onside, so we had basically our glorified hands team out there, right? Um, And then we just felt like, hey, they're not going to kick it short, right? Bryson, and it was the last minute. You may have kind of seen Mm -hmm. we shot him back um, and put you know another guy in up front that had been there, Judd Rank. And uh, they kicked it deep like we expected, and they kicked it to 23. Right. And now you're putting one of your best players with the ball, and he's got a full head of steam. That was the big play that jolted this because now we're out across midfield, and we got a short field. Um, You know, and just in general, um, our offensive line, no sacks given up, Mm -hmm. Um, being able to give the protection, give Will clean pockets all night long. Um, You know, Damian Dance. Coming through, you know, clutch, clutch, clutch on a big catch. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Cade Kaiser, maybe the catch of the year. You're right, say biggest catch of the year, hands down. And then Bobby Weiler, of all people, (laughs) scoring the touchdown, um, you know, to do it. And and all that again, orchestrated by number seven, Will Mm Geisel, and that front line making him feel comfortable right you know and so that was just it was a proud moment and then brady Wienel, as we mentioned kicking it through but again trentrell has to make the snap yep. carson steiner has got to get the hold everybody up front's got to get the block it was just a collective effort and a really good minute 41 to cap off i thought was a, a pretty solid performance we yeah. had some moments we left some points off the board um but for the most part it's a really good indian creek team that would be yeah no doubt the other thing that you
0: stressed to me after that first game was the back end of the defense and that you had some young guys play in a position they would never played before and they're doing the best that they can and Indian Creek kind of picked on uh, the secondary a little bit, particularly Trenton Kincaid, but here's a kid last week who makes a touchdown saving tackle that stopped a swing of momentum that would have been some momentum for Centerville. Don't know what would have happened had they scored on that touchdown, but Trenton from, I don't, I don't know where he came from. He was nowhere in the frame of the play, but makes a, a huge tackle. Defense stands. They don't score. Go ahead and win that game. And then this past Friday night, knowing full well what that first night of, you know, the first game of the season was and what it was for him particularly, he rose up and defended well. I mean, his, yeah, uh, TK is what, 5'7? His, his, the guy he's going up against, 5'11, six feet tall. And, um, you know, I mean, not to be cliche, but you know the one about the size of the dog in the fight, and the fight, you know, the size of the fight in the dog. Well, he embodied that Friday night, along with the rest of the secondary, um, and a- another spot where you go from, you know, opening not not opening night, not what you wanted to see, to this past Friday night couldn't be prouder.
1: No, yeah, and I mean that's the thing. I mean they they that that receiving group of Indian Creek, mm-hmm. and then obviously with the quarterback is maybe the best. Unit, yes. Right? I mean, maybe you know, we have obviously seen be, better individual wide receivers, mm-hmm. but collectively mm-hmm. they've got four guys that are really good route yep. runners and, and get into space very well, and they have a really accurate quarterback. Yes. I mean, he's he's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, there were a
0: couple and, of plays where it was anticipation. And I even I said on air, you don't see quarterbacks anticipating throws that often yeah. in high school ball. Yeah. But but that kid was doing that.
1: You know, and I think that was the thing is that we knew they were going to get some, and they did, you Mm -hmm. know, and he kind of got in a rhythm there in the second quarter. Um, The big play that really helped, we we gave up a big third and 11, third and 12, if you can recall, where he kind of – He's running all over the place and mm-hmm. just literally chucks it up. Mm-hmm. And then Dance kind of runs a little underneath of it, but he can't get his vertical. And the kid makes a great play, right. and they go they go ahead and score. Right. But you kind of felt like their offense seems out of sorts. They're struggling. They make that play to their credit. Um, th- but they had a couple things in, in general. But we forced three interceptions. Yes. Right? And we simply said, you know, our game plan going into the game was, um, which was a completely different approach the first time we played them, is – we didn't feel like they would just simply run the football. Right. Consistently. Were they gonna have some success? Well yeah. On on paper, if you look at it, the mm-hmm. way we're lining up, well yeah, you you could have some success, which they did. They mm-hmm. had some success. But we just went in with the thought of they want to throw, they want the ball in seven's hands, they want to throw it to these receivers, I don't know if they're going to consistently just hand, turn in hand and right. take the game out of seven's hands, which right. is basically what we were saying, that if you want to have success, you're going to have to take the ball out of seven's hands, and uh, it slowed the, the, the tempo down right. because they run, 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 and it's more of a grind, mm-hmm. and you could kind of see, I think the first quarter, uh, Terrence, I don't, I think we had uh, what, two possessions, they may have had one, right. Um That's not the game they want to play. Now the game kind of picked up a little bit when we didn't convert a couple third downs. And we even kind of said that at halftime, you know, Hey, we, we've got to, you know, idle this back down and not allow this game to become a a 49, 48 game or 50, which is what they've been playing. Right. Right. They've played in some shootouts with, with Owen Valley and Sullivan and some of these teams that it's just been a flat out shootout. And, uh, you know, we kind of teeter in there, but again, we knew they were going to play. We knew our, our secondary. Ultimately, in the end, um, I thought played really well. They made plays. They even made a play on their on their touchdown drive. I mean, uh, you know, Trenton Kincaid's in, in pretty good spot. Pretty good yeah. coverage. The ball is yeah. just perfectly placed. The kid mm-hmm. goes and makes a makes a play. Um, but uh, for the most part, our coverage was, was solid, um, and we had three interceptions. You know, yeah. three interceptions against a really good offense. Um, And that was big. The other thing
0: in that game that just really struck me, and we gave some, I mean, as you said, it's a good football team. We gave some credit to them that they never went away. They just stayed the course. They seemed so calm to the point where they expected to win. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you get to this part of the season, you should go into games expecting to win. And you could see that they expected to win. When they went ahead both times, There was just a a calm on their sideline like, told you we would get here. Told you we would do it. And when the clock strikes zero and you look at the scoreboard and they lose by one point, they were legitimately shocked. They were shocked in the outcome, and particularly in, you hit on it, your defensive game they were shocked. They didn't expect so much coverage, and it looked early on, I said it to Tom on the air, I said, you know, it looks like the dogs aren't aren't worried about getting pressure on seven. They're just dropping back and saying, hey, go ahead and throw it. We got something for you. Um, and I don't think they were ready for that.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I just – I think it was just um, trying – I think you go in and, you know, we had enough film on them to really have an idea of who they were, identity. You are kind mm-hmm. who you are, mm-hmm. right? And we felt that's just – this. we understood what game they wanted to play – to win, sure. right? And we felt that if we could make it a game where, again, it goes back to just get the ball out of seven's hands and right. make other guys be. I think it's one of those times where, and I catch myself even. I mean, I call our, call our plays. Do you want to just keep running the same kind of basic plays, or do you kind of get bored with that? Right. And coaches kind of sometimes outcoach, so They want to take shots, and they would do that. Mm-hmm. They would take shots, and we're kind of kind of in a good field. They wanted to run their screens in certain scenarios, and we, they basically wasted plays. Well, then all of a sudden, now there's second and 10, second and 11, right. um, you know, third and eight, whatever it would be. And it was easy because then it was like, all right, well, now w- you know, we can get pressure with three. When right. we tell Bobby Wyler, Gage Pullman, mm-hmm. Nick McConnell, just go. But we just wanted to stay in lanes, right. be, be disciplined, um, play coverage, um, make seven go through progressions. And it was hard because, I mean, ultimately in the end, we're dropping eight. Mm-hmm. And... And there's just nowhere to go. And we were, and I think honestly, I, I, I thought our uh, Alex Krekler, Gage Pullman, um, those two, are outside linebackers, played huge games, mm-hmm. especially Alex Krekler. I mean, he, you know, Abe Hollins can't play, Deacon Hamilton can't play. So you're two outside backers right. that have been basically playing uh, a majority of those snaps can't go on Friday, right. and uh, Alex Krekler, sophomore, jumps right in. And we say, hey, your job is to get on six, disrupt him, and make him frustrated all night. Mm. And he did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and those two guys, a lot of shout-out goes to those two because those two played um, big, big games. To ask sophomores to do that on that on that stage um, was important. You know, we're, we're going to need them more. I mean, but, uh, but again, it was uh, just an overall good effort. Speaking with Bulldogs head coach
0: Evan Allery, you got a big one this Friday night, uh, championship championship. Uh, sectional championship game against Lawrenceburg they've been they've been blanking teams that they played seems like all season long not a lot of points allowed uh, with their defense a lot of running clock situations when you look at the the task ahead and you look at what you've gone through collectively to get there whether it was the last minute drive after interception at Milan or the scoreless quarter at East Central, holding them to no points in the second, or whether it was the complete game at Centerville, or this unbelievable win this past Friday night, um, I would imagine it's going to take all of those. The, the, the question to you, coaches, what have you learned about this team along the way that gives you the confidence going in Friday night that the Bulldogs are going to get this thing done?
1: We got a tough group, um, both physically and mentally, mm-hmm. and probably more mentally. Um, you know, we we did a lot of meetings and film today. There was a clear message, right. and our guys, our guys are confident. They're confident in who who we are right. and what we're capable of doing. Right, um, and uh, they're not going back down. Right, I'll just leave it at that. Turns they're not going to back down. You know, no. we, we played these guys once before, and they're a good football team. It's a great sure. program. A lot of respect for them. Um, they're not going to back down. You know, and sometimes, you know, with young teams, which is what we are, mm-hmm. um, we just felt like once we could get to a point <laughs> to get confidence in them, Right. we kept saying all year, we're scratching the surface.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're scratching the surface, and you can start to see it. Yeah. Um, you could start to see it, and Friday's a big night for us. It's a big night for the program, um, and for this team, you know. And um, our guys will be ready.
0: Good deal, good deal, Coach. I just want you, last thing before I let you out of here, I want you to tell our listeners. How important and how vital it is that we fill up the pit Friday night on that home cra- on that home side of the field with as much screaming and yelling and
1: able-bodied men and women we can pack down in there. It's always great to have a great crowd and a lot of support. And uh, you know, like I said, I think uh, our guys, I think, are starting to instill some faith. I think in the area that um, this team, this team's uh, there's something special about mm-hmm. them. You know, I've been in a lot of different um, locker rooms and. Um, as a player as a coach and seeing some time you start to kind of make correlations and we always kept saying like there's just something about this group Mm -hmm. you know that um, they're just they're resilient you know and uh, we've really become we've had some guys really take some challenges I mean we've had some tough conversations sure some tough challenges um, Centerville halftime was not the uh, maybe the the best place for you know for certain people but it was a situation of a challenge and from that point um, I feel like we've had that we've had at a certain point uh, challenged him you know on 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 uh, Friday they responded I challenged him again today we'll challenge him all week all right. and uh, I have the most res- most confidence mm-hmm. our guys will uh, will respond and I think that's sh- – You know, uh, make everybody in the area, I think, um, hey, what else to do on a Friday night? You You know, play November football and uh, come come watch a great football game. And I think uh, an opportunity for us to bring some hardware home. All right, Coach, thanks so much for your time. Uh, Have
0: a good week of practice. We'll see you Friday night. Thank you. That was Bulldog Head Coach Evan Ulrey as... Uh, We continue here on uh, Coach's Corner. Got a whole lot more for you right here. Country 103.9 WRBI and online
2: at WRBIRadio.com. Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made-fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house-made ranch, house-made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also gotta try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet, heat, deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com in downtown Batesville. delivery before now and always George's pharmacy and medical equipment
0: back to more Coach's Corner
5: delivered by Ison's Family Pizza get out and uh, support the teams in your area they all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there on 103.9 WRBI
0: fans welcome back to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney we just spoke with Bulldog head coach Evan Allery talking about the tall tasks they've got before them Friday night, headed down to Lawrenceburg for the sectional championship. That game, of course, will be right here on WRBIRadio.com. We'll also have uh, the other uh, sectional championship game as the uh, Trojans will... I can't remember if they travel or at home, uh, but they'll be playing Martinsville, either in Martinsville or St. Leon. Either way, we will have that one for you as well. But let's change gears. Forget about football for a second, and let's talk about preseason basketball, uh, one of the premier lady programs, women's programs in the area. Of course, I'm talking about the Jacksondale Lady Eagles, head by head coach, Scott Smith. Coach Smith, welcome to the corner.
5: Terrence, thanks for having us. Appreciate it.
0: You guys are set to get your season started on Friday night, November the 4th at Greensburg.
5: What a way to kick off a season. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Our our games of Greensburg over the years have, have really been great basketball. Uh, they're very well coached, and that we play there. And as you know, it's a very hard place yes. to play. So we're looking forward to it to uh, to see where we're at this point in the season.
0: Nice little measuring stick. Yes, it is. Uh, tell me a little bit about the squad in terms of how many seniors you've got, and uh, who's all coming back for you as returning starters.
5: Well, we really kind of have a bit of a uh, I don't want to say enigma. Maybe it is an enigma, uh, but uh, we are. Experienced but very young. Okay, uh, we have one senior. That's Olivia Neal. Uh, Olivia averaged about five points and four rebounds last year on mm-hmm. varsity, uh, and uh, came off the bench for us. Uh, and then we go down. We have three juniors: uh, Julia Meyer and Reagan Hughes, both were letter winners last year. Reagan was a starter. Uh, Julia was a regular player, uh, and uh, Reagan is actually our leading returning scorer at about eight a game. Mm-hmm. Um, Both of them have vastly improved, I think, over the summer. Um, We're going to be leaning on those three a lot. Uh, And then Kaylin Heiners is a new player. Um, She, I think, had originally been over here at Batesville and played maybe when she was a freshman and uh, didn't play last year. And so now she's learning our system, and uh, she's given us a lot of athleticism. Then we pick up all the new kids. So now we're getting to the sophomore class, and we have Kelsey Boardman, uh, who moved up from the JV. She played about seven games last year um, and has really shown a lot of improvement for us. Sophie Sullivan is also a sophomore. uh, Extremely quick and and just gives you a lot of hustle plays and a lot of energy. Um, Moved up from our JV. And then our seventh player is Savannah Steele. And she played last year uh, down in Kentucky at, um, I I can't remember, the high school. I think maybe Boone County. Okay, And uh, they moved to the area, and she is now – our last sophomore and she's given us a lot of stability in the guard position so those are the main seven uh we have a couple freshmen that may see some action but uh Cheyenne Colin, and Brooke Simon but they're primarily gonna learn the ropes on the JV okay good deal good deal so at this point in the
0: season for you coach I mean you've already you've already had your summer workout um you've you've got your team set in terms that you just went through you know what you've got in terms of individuals um but yet you're still looking just a little ways down the road to that game one give us a a a peek behind the curtain if you would what is a day in the life at this part of the season for a head basketball coach
5: Well, I think the big thing is, is, you know, you get the first week of the season and you're focusing on conditioning and uh, ball handling and shooting and just fundamental things. And then you get into last week, you know, you're starting to put in a little more of the offense, a few more set plays, and you just want to get that repetition started at that point where, you know, every day we're doing this drill then we're going over these sets and we're doing this drill we're going over this defense and you're trying to get to where kids don't have to think they just instinctively jump into those things and and the second week kind of culminates for us as we always have a scrimmage Uh, and this saturday we went down to new albany and scrimmaged their girls team and you know there's a lot of things we need to improve on but we saw a lot of positives we right. saw a lot of uh, the athleticism that we think we can bring uh, in our games and now it's this week it's we actually start you know getting ready to go giving scouting reports and uh, it's, a, it's a fun week you get yeah. that first game and you're preparing for it and you go play win or lose it, it shows us where we're at what we have to improve to, right. to ultimately be ready to win a sectional which you know no matter how the season goes it's just a stepping stone for the sectional well the good news for you coach you're not doing it by
0: yourself you've brought some incredible firepower with you here uh, this evening uh not you introduce uh, your assistant coach to everyone
5: i will uh I brought with me the coach in waiting and the future head coach of Jacksonville Lady Eagle Basketball and that's Lily Simon. She was just an outstanding player for us during her high school career. She's a four-year starter. Uh, She ended up being like in the top five of just about every statistical category there is at Jacksonville in the record books. Uh, She was our leading scorer on the team that won the state and uh, she was a McDonald's All-American nominee and had a wonderful college career at the university of finley and fortunately you know she decided to to come back home and now i'm hoping that maybe we're looking at the the young lady who will be the coach for the next 22 years here at Jacksonville.
0: well that is an incredible introduction lily and uh you know I'm here to say every bit of it true I've uh, had the opportunity to watch a lot of, of your games. I can remember like it was yesterday the night that they announced that you were a McDonald's all-American finalist and just remember thinking at the time um, wow, in this little bitty small section in the corner of the state uh, we've got athletes that are being looked at on uh, you know on a national level congratulations on an incredible career um and i'm just giving you all the accolades ahead of time no doubt you'll do great things uh, for the lady eagles welcome to coach's corner
3: thank you thanks for having me
0: uh first up i i i think people would like to know a little bit too in terms of what have you been up to over the past several years kind of walk us through the journey from you walk off the court for the last time as a lady eagle and now you're back
3: yeah so after i graduated i ended up going to university of finley and Mm -hmm. i was actually there for three years i graduated a year early and then came back home and last year i started coaching the eighth grade girls okay and so i got my foot into coaching there and i really enjoy it and then now i'm assistant varsity coach that
0: is awesome um in terms of these, these eighth grade girls and, and young girls, how important is it to the lifeblood of, of a program like Jacksonville? Because, I mean, you guys just reload every single year. They don't rebuild. You just reload. How important is that youth basketball program um, to keep constantly uh, feeding uh, the much larger program, much larger goal, uh, the high school
1: program?
3: Uh, youth basketball at Jackson is extremely important to us. I mean, we're a very small school, but we also have... The players that I've played with, like Rosie Newhart and Caleb Boyne, they're also helping coach out our coach with uh, the 7th and 8th grade also. And then we're getting the youth programs going, and we'll have potential in the future.
0: No doubt. No doubt. That's, that's, that's exciting. I know a lot of coaches now are having different camps and programs to kind of keep uh, stay in front of the youth that are at an early age. What would you say... Um, at how young or, or what's the earliest you got, you guys like to, with with uh, youth basketball? How early do you like to kind of get involved with uh, with the youth?
3: We're really starting at the fourth grade. Wow. Um, eventually, I don't know if we'll – we probably need to start on as soon as possible. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just my personal preference. Sure. But um, really, they start picking up, really, third, fourth maybe fifth and sixth grade they really when you really need to focus on the fundamentals mm-hmm. of it
0: so. Okay. um so let's pretend i mean because you got a hot mic there in front of you so let's pretend that you know i'm a i'm a freshman or a, about to be a freshman at Jacksonville, and i haven't played any athletics but i want to get involved what's your pitch what do i need to know about lady eagle basketball that would make me want to come out and be a part of
3: I and mean, jacksonville basketball is special especially lady eagle basketball that's the whole reason i wanted to come back and coach at jacksonville is because there's just so much history behind it and i mean nothing beats it honestly i mean we have the tradition we have the history and i mean we have the state championship too so there's a lot of success behind the program you just have to be willing to listen and put in the work
0: you um it is, it is so true you know i I I watch, I call, I cover a lot of basketball in this area, but there is no place like the Eagle's Nest and being there, the pep bands playing and the hot dogs are good. <laughs> I think it's, 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 it's a good night for basketball. I, I agree with you. Well, guys, thanks so much for um, stopping by and spending a little bit of time with us. I look forward to seeing you out there on the trail. Uh, November 4th, Friday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, Varsity would be about 7.30.
5: 7.30 at Greensburg. Get the season um, started off right. All right, Terrence. Well, thank you very much for having both of us on. And uh, we look forward to talking to you later on the season. Oh, no doubt about it. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks a lot. That was
0: head coach steve smith along with assistant coach lily simon so good to see her again uh, with us talking about the upcoming season with the lady eagles we got more coaches corner in just a bit country 103.9 wrbi and online
2: wrbiradio.com what the fumella have you tried the new fumella a smoked mozzarella cheese from eisen's family pizza it's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from wisconsin Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizzas made to order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com and downtown Batesville.
5: What the fumella?
2: Hurt and Elko, your local Linux dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making & Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at & Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us, and we'll never take it for granted. & Elko, your local Linux dealer celebrating 50 years of excellence.
1: Live and work at high speed with Great Plains Communications. We have the reliable fiber-driven solutions to fit the expanding needs of your home or business, including internet, streaming video, security, managed Wi-Fi,
0: voice, and more. Sign up today and experience the difference that comes from working with a
1: local provider with over a century of experience serving homes and businesses in Indiana and beyond. Log on to gpcom.com to learn more. Speeds and service availability may vary.
6: Other restrictions and limitations may apply.
2: Lace up your running shoes and join Margaret Mary Health Saturday, November 12th for the Girls on the Run 5K. This non-competitive event brings together girls from area counties for a morning of fun and fitness. All proceeds benefit Girls on the Run, an after-school program designed to teach girls the importance of self-esteem and exercise. This year's event will be held at Margaret Mary's Cancer Center in Batesville. To register, visit G-O-T-R of Mmhealth.org.
5: Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here, thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRVI.
0: Sports fans, as Coach's Corner continues, brought to you this evening in part by Brum's Gus Weiland. Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt Nelco, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital just spoke with uh, the Brain Trust over at Jacksonville with the Lady Eagles, head coach Steve Smith, and his new assistant coach, and he said it, uh, head coach in waiting, Lily Simons, had seen her, uh since they made that deep run for uh the regional tournament down in paoli not that long ago but um she's back now and in the fold i know that'll definitely uh be uh will pay great dividends for the eagles program there let's switch it back to football go just up the road to north decatur opportunity to visit with head coach steve stern and The North Dakota Chargers putting together one heck of a season, still undefeated, 11-0 on the year. They were able to uh, defeat the Milan Indians 25-14 on this past Friday night. They punched their ticket to the championship, where they'll be at home taking on the Knightstown Panthers. And, Coach, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, Knightstown Panthers proud football tradition they've Mm -hmm. had a couple of runner-ups it's been a while but uh, Mm -hmm. a couple of state runner-ups so they know what it feels like you get that taste in your mouth you want to go back so there's no doubt they want to be able to punch their ticket as well even though they've had a challenging season but you know like i know you throw all of that out the window when you get to the second season well Well, that's that's true and and uh,
4: i talked to our kids today about there's some things that everywhere you go things that you don't know you don't know if they've had a kid out you don't know if uh all of a sudden that injured kid is back this week or whatever it happens to be but you know what they're selling to their kids right now is regardless of the the season we've had uh we're in sectional championship and and they've talked that up i think it's the first time since 2012 uh, that they have returned to the, the sectional finals. And you know what? Everybody's got a chance. And that's that's the beauty of the Indiana tournament format the way it is. Uh, they've certainly won their way here and and have a chance. So um, we we have got to honor that in, in regards to um, recognize that they've earned their way here. They've, they've done it a different way. They've come a different path. And they look uh, different than our past two opponents.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me ask you this. As we mentioned, still undefeated on the season. Is the club feeling any weight of being undefeated? Is there... You know what I mean sometimes yep. it gets heavy to carry that that mantle, but of course you got to approach everything week to week yep. but is it is it has it become heavy
4: you know i, I don 't think so I, I think it 's become really heavy for some of our parents and some of our fans, and <laughs> you know early on, we had the scoreless streak and that was neat and all sure. but you know you knew at some point somebody was going to score it was right. inevitable and and we went to lapel and gave up our our first uh, our first touchdown and it happened quickly It was like a three play drive that went about seventy yards and and our kid, our kids responded fine. They yeah. went and they got the ball back, and we went and scored. And they've been resilient in a way where, you know, at at try round one of the sectional, we were down. We were down eight to zero. Um, got the ball late in the first half and went down and tied it up. And mm-hmm. nope, th- there wasn't any panic. Where if you were at the game Friday, it was uh, it was big punches. Milan um, yeah. scored. We answered. Uh, Mylon scored again, and the next possession we answered. And so so I guess that would be my evidence that our kids don't feel a weight of that. They're, mm-hmm. they're just playing football, and all the other stuff really does take care of itself, that they are confident in themselves. But I would not put them to the point where I, I feel like they're cocky. I, I yeah. think they believe in one another. Um, it's a close-knit senior group, and because of that, we are very close as a team, Um so no i I don't sense that pressure they just they've overcome some big obstacles and they've overcame some some big challenges that the, the only thing that that I've talked to him about with being undefeated it just makes the bullseye on you bigger right you know if someone can knock you off, especially here in tournament time, um, that's a big feather in their cap and, sure. and, and you have to acknowledge that, that you are a target and and make sure that you prepare
0: accordingly. This time last year, Coach, I was with you and your team as you guys headed up to Strawn, Indiana, mm-hmm. to take on Tribe, and you guys took care of them early in tournament play this year. What did that mean to the returning seniors on the team, the, the individuals that were at, the, you know, that participated in that game yeah. last year, and to be able to get them taken care of first round in this year's
4: turning? I thought it was big. I I. I you know you you can't control the draw so we one of the things we talk about is there's no such thing as a good draw or a bad draw draw draws whatever it is and it kind of shows you the map if there was an advantage um in playing them first you had the longest time to prepare for them because you knew for sure who it was going to be um we finished last year up there we 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 took the lead with two minutes and 40 seconds left in the game and, and couldn't finish the game. And, and that led to our offseason, our summer, uh, where really the reminding phrase was finish, finish everything. And we felt like we didn't finish. Uh, and because of that, our season ended before we wanted it to. Now, they were a good football team, yeah. and, and we saw them go on a run, go win the regional and compete in the semi-state. and And that put a little salt in the wound um so to to draw them out of the gate they're they're a better football team a lot of the same people were back and it was you know from anybody's perspective if you walked in there and you were not pulling for one or the other. You saw a really good football game. Right. And there was a lot of big plays involved. There was a lot of good defense. I think we were, at the time, we were the number one ranked defense in Correct. 1A, and they were the, they were probably the fourth or the fifth. So, Correct. you know, points were going to be hard to get, but, but the reality was every yard was going to be hard to get. And I, I thought our kids uh, created opportunities, uh, took advantage of the opportunities that they had, and and I could say the same thing about Friday against Milan I thought Milan had a great plan yeah. um you know they I didn't anticipate them coming out uh with the offensive style that they did but it makes a lot of sense we we have been pretty explosive offensively well they they really wanted to shorten the game mm-hmm. uh make it a low possession game and we were struggling getting it stopped and and because of that you know, they score and, and then we scored pretty quick and then they score again, but it but times ticking off the clock sure. and, and you have to be patient. You know, you're going to get your chance, but you're not going to get a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought our kids hung in there and, and I, words that we use, we talk about being, uh, uh, resilient and relentless. And, and I just think our kids just kept plugging away, never saw panic, but we were challenged both those games very much. So,
0: right. Uh, of course, whatever you you do when you when you play Friday night, Palmer Messer are going to be a big part of that. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about the growth you've seen in those two young men.
4: You know, it's it's really hard to say in a year. I, I can go back to when they were eighth graders, and you thought, man, those guys can be pretty good, and they were good when they were young. They just they just continued to grow. You mm-hmm. know, as juniors, they they had all the physical tools of a senior. But I guess my biggest growth for both of them is steady, consistent. Uh, The things that Carson brings to us as a quarterback is is really invaluable. His poise, his presence – the guys have confidence in him and and he made some big throws friday night yeah. on, on conversion downs a uh, couple good scrambles you know he hadn't ran the ball really at all this year hadn't had to and we go to try and he he's one that scrambles and scores the first touchdown at the yeah. end of the half uh, with you know one second left on the clock that's just a kid being a senior then at the end of the game at try it was uh, it was a third down and you know they they knew if we got a first down that the game was probably over. So mm-hmm. they were selling out to uh, to stop the run, and and we decided to boot him. And, and And I said to him, I said, if you don't have it, don't force it. Just run it. Keep the clock going. Yeah. Um, and, and people said, I can't believe you threw the ball. Well. I put the ball in a senior three-year starter's hands, a kid that I trust and believe in, and and he made me write. right and and read very much the same way. Where, when when they were both younger, uh, probably more emotional, less stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, you could see the the physical talent. So I would say this year, as seniors, the, the big difference has been their their consistency their stability emotionally that they're, right. they're not so up and down they're just they're simply maturing sure um and and a lot of our kids on our team mirror what those guys do and at the end of the day the game's over and they both made you know key contributions physically
0: and mentally to the outcome of every game um the your opponent at Knightstown again we've already agreed you got to throw mm-hmm. the the uh, their their standings or their mm-hmm. win loss record. I throw that out the window. They seem to have uh, what we're calling a dual threat quarterback. Mm-hmm. Leads them in passing yards. Leads yep. them in in rushing yards. What Correct. kind of challenges does that present for your defense?
4: Well, I think every team that you play has its own unique challenges. And one of the things that they do is they are more than willing to change. Mm-hmm. And You know, you you play some people, and they're going to do the same thing every week, regardless of who they play. They're they're going to say, this is who we are. Their coaching staff's very opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen them reinvent themselves in a week or two-week time period and and go from a three-back style offense, you know, uh, fly sweep, jet sweep, to – go into quads Mm and 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 so as we've gathered film you know it's it's four or five different offenses now the knock on it probably is that they're not as well versed at any of it as they could be but but we've got to be careful and not chase our tails trying to you know figure out what they're going to do and i I told our kids today at the at the end of the day the ball is going to be snapped and it's going to be our players versus their players and um You've got to be disciplined. You, you, you can't, like last week when the game was getting shortened because we couldn't get them off the field uh, defensively, we had to keep our poise. We'll have to keep our poise. Um, they're going to spread you out so much, mm-hmm. and when the guy in the back with the ball can run it, <laughs> um, you know, there's some natural holes out there sure, that we've we've sure. got to pursue well. But at the same time, I would say probably defensively, our biggest strength certainly is not size. Anybody who's seen us, our size is not impressive, but I think our pursuit and our team speed, uh, um, that will limit, not that he won't get some yards, but
0: I think that we can limit or prevent the big plays. Sure. Uh, I, I, I give you, you coaches a, an opportunity to really toot your own horn, and very few of them take the bait. But uh, with try out of the way, Coach, mm-hmm. can you see a path to Lucas Oil?
4: No, I can, I can see a path. You know, if we're fortunate enough to go on this week, I, I, I see a regional. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the sectional that we will be paired against is their their big game was probably last week. So mm-hmm. you sure think that a Sheridan's gonna come out of that. But right. but yet you never know. But but statistically you would anticipate that. Um i think we as coaches do a lot of work behind the scenes that in regards to gathering film and Mm -hmm. and getting information talking to coaches that you know well who will be honest with you who have played some of these guys what are some things that that we need to know i i look at sheridan and we have nothing in common ironically they played monroe central last week um and and we joined Monroe Central's conference two yeah. years ago, so yeah. we have a relationship. So I, I've, I've been able to speak to those guys, and they've been pretty candid. Um, it's 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 interesting when you go outside of your geographical region. Sure. styles really change. Yeah, and what is normal there? We tend to, we tend to mirror one another. You know, <laughs> copycatly. Yeah, and and you get into different regions of the state. You know, it's uniquely different. Okay. And and I think that. Um, the style in which some of the teams that we have to play, th- play through, um, we've seen, we feel like we're tested, but at the same time, I think we can offer some things that are a little unique for them to have to defend. So y- you, I- I've told people a long time ago, in 1993, I was on a state championship staff, and I, I learned then to win it, you've got to be good.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: you got to stay healthy. And you're going to need a little luck right. somewhere along the way. Oh, yeah. You're going to need some luck. And I, I remember that year we went double overtime at Zionsville High School against a team that probably wasn't as good as we were. Yeah. But by God, they were motivated. And mm. you just got to be the best team on one night. That's it. <laughs> and um, you know the thing that makes me makes it a little easier to sleep. Our offense has been strong. Our defense has been outstanding. And our special teams arguably won the game for us Friday. And go. and we've had those things each game. Uh, and I think that makes it a challenge for people to play us. I think you tend to focus on their offense or their defense. But our, our special teams has been outstanding. So, I no, I, I really don't see a path. I know how we get there. Uh, we're trying to prepare for, as you know, if we move on, mm-hmm. who that will
0: be and, and be make sure we're ready for that. Good enough, Coach. As always, I don't—I make no bones about it. I enjoy speaking with you. I learn something every time we talk. So I appreciate you coming good. down, and we wish you and your squad good luck Friday night. And cause somebody's going to be wearing a crown in these yeah. parts.
4: Yeah, they are. I, you know, I, I told our kids from, from at this point, every game's a trophy game. Yeah. But I also have said this for a long time: once you get in a tournament, every game's a state championship. Because if you fail to win it, that's it. Yeah. So, so it's not like all of a sudden if you were fortunate enough to get to that final step um, that can't be the first time you played a, like a state championship because <laughs> right. you had to win them to get there yeah um, and the other thing I would say about this group I think think's really special uh, their win Friday night uh, tied the school record in 2019 we had we had 11 wins mm-hmm. so this group right now has tied them uh, the next win makes them the, the winningest season in school history oh, wow. regardless of what happens beyond yeah. that. Uh, our current senior class is the winningest class. They they have 38 wins so far in their high school career, which I think is outstanding. Yeah. Uh, and every win just sets that bar a little bit higher. So it's a fun group. Uh, I know a lot of baseball people go to Lawrenceburg, but if they're not affiliated,
0: come see our kids play. They're fun to watch. No doubt. Be some good football played mm-hmm. in the region. Yes. Well, Coach, again, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck Friday okay. night. And um, we will. Uh, talk again. I hope so. Thank (laughs) you very much. That was North Dakota Chargers head coach Steve Stern as they get set to take on Town in uh, their sectional championship game uh, win and they will continue their uh, quest for state title. More on Coach's Corner just a little bit. Thanks for listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Cecil from Eisen's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' D delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house-made ranch, house-made pizza sauce or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also gotta try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet, heat, delicious. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812 933 0333, ison'sfamilypizza.com in downtown Batesville.
6: Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere. But when you buy at Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community.
2: of life.
6: Decatur County Memorial Hospital's Women's Care welcomes board-certified OBGYN Dr. Jamie Cooper. Dr. Cooper joins Dr. Tresca and Dr. Israel in supporting the health and wellness needs of women throughout their lives. Visit their
2: website dcmh.net or call DCMH Women's Care at 812-222-2273 for more information.
6: Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want. Close
5: by. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Eisen's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI.
0: Welcome back in, Sports Fans. More coach's corner for you we just spoke with uh, head coach of north decatur chargers football team coach steve stern uh they have an undefeated season on the way and sounds like they'll be setting all kinds of records this year in terms of total wins winning seasons uh winning class all of that on the line here uh friday night when they take on uh the Knights town panthers should be a great game we wish them all the best of luck but now joining us for Coach's corner we've talked to him a couple of times already head coach of Batesville girls golf uh, coach Tom Meyer and coach the last time we spoke you had a bus all revved up full of gas ready to head up to Indianapolis to compete how have things been
6: yeah things have been great Um, yeah we were getting ready to get to our second consecutive state championship and and see what we could do and where the pieces fell and it it turned out real well okay Um, we we didn't shoot the scores that we normally shoot but we played an extremely difficult course yes extremely difficult schools and and after the first day we were sitting sitting in tied for third place so we were we were right where we were Thought we could be, and and we were very happy with that. Uh-huh. Uh, the second day again, uh, the course played tough. Uh, we didn't play our greatest, but um, it came down to where we ended up in sixth place, uh, only four strokes out of fourth. Mm-hmm. We almost made the podium, but uh, it was just an outstanding, outstanding event, and um, our our girls just played played their hearts out, and you know, sixth place finish. We're very happy with that. And when you look at uh, where the program is collectively
0: as you mentioned back-to-back trips to uh, to state to that level what does it uh what does it mean to the program to be able to
6: consistently reach that level of of competitive excellence well, we've, we've been building every year um, we've had a couple form, former other girls that's made the all-state team It's uh, been very successful and you know that just keeps adding to the more excitement for the girls you know we building the program young mm-hmm. um and our team consisted of two seniors a junior a sophomore and a freshman right in the top five so you can see that we're you know we got consistency and we got you know youth and we got um good girls coming up so you know that that helps to you know keep the program going no doubt now you mentioned the team finished
0: just off the podium Um, in sixth place. Uh, What about your individuals? How did your individuals fare?
6: Well, my senior Emma Weiler, whos four-time All-State, she made the All-State team all four years in a row. She finished 19th individually. Mm-hmm. Didn't have her greatest day, but uh, you know that's that's outstanding. Sure, know. sure. Uh, our freshman Ava South, who finished third individually. Wow. She had a great, great tournament. Mm. And uh, just, just a freshman. Just a freshman, and she she was in second place up to the end and slipped slipped down to third, but she just had an outstanding uh, weekend, and so that was very good. And she. Made the first team all-state team and and also the coaches association all-state team. So that's wow. that's a good you know part to build on for the ne- for the next couple years. Well, yeah. Well, at that level, as a freshman, that's that's definitely something that you can build on. Yeah. Well, actually, the state champ, the run, the, run, the state champ was a freshman. The runner-up was a sophomore, and and um, third place was a freshman. Wow. So yeah, I think I think that's
0: a statement about. Uh, golf and the future of, of high school golf, but I, I think it's a statement that and you, uh, tell me if you agree with this, that, that kids are getting interested in this game at at earlier, you know, earlier and
6: earlier ages, right? Yes, they are, and and it's funny that we had a little um Clinic just last week, and mm-hmm. there, you know, there's fourth graders, fifth graders, third graders, kids that barely big enough to carry a little <laughs> golf bag. But it's, you know, it's it's a game that you can start early, yeah, progress and work on work at your own pace, and and you can really get involved and fall in love with it. That
0: is awesome. What uh, on that same line, coach? What are you seeing in the way of? Of participation um, uh, each year when it's time to get the season started and to make a team, uh, are you seeing numbers that that support your your goals?
6: Well, that's that's a sad part. It's it's hard to get more than one or two or three yeah. girls each year. Sure. Um, I look down in the in the lower ranks. I, I think there was three eighth graders on the on the middle school team. So mm-hmm. looking forward to th- at least maybe three coming up, and and we see some more young ones out there. So, but golf is a sport you know they like to play it but uh it's it's a lot of individuals and we got a lot of girls that say well i'd rather be on the volleyball team with my friends right or i'd like to play soccer with my friends sure stuff like that so that's where we lose a few of them too is playing those other sports but it's it's building and it's getting better good deal good deal there
0: well well coach well congratulations on what sounds like was a phenomenal season, a phenomenal year uh, for your girls and for and for the club, uh, getting back to state once again. And, wow, a freshman finishing there in the top
6: three. That's, that is is something special. That is, yes. Yeah, i was very proud of that. And look for good things from her and the rest of the team. You know, like i said i got a my freshman was in my number two golfer my number three golfer was a junior and my number four golfer was a sophomore so we got a they got a new good nucleus coming back that that is that is
0: outstanding well we look forward to seeing another great season based on what you just told us um in terms of the uh, the ones coming coming along of course it'll um it'll be tough saying goodbye to a tough competitor like miss weiler that she's been there with for so long but um uh, Sounds like uh, you'll just plug them back, plug another one in.
6: Well, she set some good examples, and she's she's the one that's really got this program rolling, and got a lot of the kids interested, and got these clinics going and stuff. So she's the one, and, and just by her her work ethic and her her abilities, you know, she's led the way tremendously of improving this program. Oh that's
1: that's
0: good. That's 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 good to hear. That's good to hear. Well, um, Coach, what else did you? Uh, anything else that you want us to know here as you kind of turn the page on yeah. on this season and then start to look forward to next year?
6: Well, just a couple things on the season that, that, that's really amazing is, is our overall record was 118-14. and 14. Wow. Yeah, we had 14 losses on, on the season. And, and of our 14 losses, three to, was State Champ Carmel, mm-hmm. three was to the runner-up, Castle, right. three was the second runner-up, uh, Center Grove. Two to Westfield, who was ranked twice, number two in the state most of the year. Wow! Once to Homestead, once to Culver, and once to Hamilton Southeastern, and they were all all teams that were in the top ten in the state. You're right. So, you're right there. So it was a pretty impressive season. So no doubt. With the group we got coming back, they they see what what we have. They have to do and. They're already out working hard, getting ready for next year.
0: And, and no doubt, those those schools that you mentioned, uh, they know the name Batesville. When they when they, they, they do now. In. Yes, they do. That is awesome. That is awful. Coach, again, congratulations on the season. We look forward to uh, what you're going to do here in this this next iteration in the next season. um, Sounds like you guys are well on your way to cracking through um, just each year, every inch higher and higher and higher, right?
6: That's that's the goal is just keep getting a little closer and closer every year. No
0: doubt about it. Well, Coach, you've done a phenomenal job with these young ladies. You know, from the community, we thank you for all the work that you're putting in over there. And as we see uh, the dividends year in, year out. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. That was Coach Tom Meyer, head coach of Batesville Lady Golf. And that, folks, is going to do it for this edition of Coach's Corner here on All Hallows Eve. want to thank all of our guests, uh, Batesville head coach. Evan Allery, they get set to play Lawrenceburg in the sectional championship Friday night at the pit. That's in Lawrenceburg. Um, You'll have an opportunity to see some great high-level football Friday night if you make the trip down. They definitely would love to have you out. We also spoke with football head coach of the North Decatur Chargers, Steve Stern. It's his undefeated season on the line. They take that At home, actually, it'll be a home game for the Chargers as the Knights, excuse me, Nighttown Panthers come into town, um, and that'll be their opponent for a sectional championship. Uh, We also spoke with Steve Smith and his assistant coach, Lily Simon of Lady Eagle fame back in the day. She played on that state title team, Um, so you know she's got a lot to offer the young ladies there. And her new role as assistant coach, and Coach Smith said it, coach in waiting. That's some weight on those shoulders right there. And then, of course, we finished things off just a minute ago uh, with Coach Tom Meyer, Batesville's Lady Golf. A great season and an unbelievable performance at a state level. Some individuals just really showing up and showing out, letting the world know Batesville is on the map when it comes to to golf, and uh, we look forward to seeing what those ladies do next. With that, we will leave you and thank our sponsors once again: Ison Family Pizza, Garing's, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bronze Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeeps, SEI Fiber, Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. We leave you with the words of the immortal. Hall of Famer himself. He would always say, trust yourself, believe in yourself. You've got this. Thanks so much for listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles,
4: Brookville.